Hey guys, sorry the show got uh, cut short, but there were some issues with the recording that I wasn't aware of until it was too late. So all we got was the first like 49 minutes of me and Mr. Scala just bullshitting about bullshit. So if you like that, listen. Uh, if you want to hear some KOL stuff, probably just skip this one. Good evening, everybody. It is Monday, October 8th, 2013. And it's time for 10 Dozen Minutes of Jick and Mr. Skullhead with Jick and Mr. Skullhead, featuring a special guest appearance by Jick and introducing Mr. Skullhead. I'm Mr. Skullhead, and uh, Jick is coming to you from an undisclosed location. Yep. Uh, so it's a worse one in a lot of ways, and a better one in some other ways, in some other significant ways. It's worse in, in the sense of the internet is garbage because I'm back in San Francisco. Does it contain your girlfriend? Is it better in that regard? No, it does not. Oh, the, the wait, the internet. I mean, I guess in a figurative way, yes. While my regular girlfriend is not in the same town as me, the internet does contain my girlfriend. I see. And that you can talk to her on the internet, or that you can look up things on the internet that serve some of the functions of your girlfriend. Yeah, both. Okay, both of those things are true. None of the things that you said are true. Uh, October the eighth is Tuesday. We're doing this late because I was driving yesterday and didn't get my. Uh, didn't get my shit set back up in time i just figured if we can have a sixth week of march to roll out sea stuff we could have a second monday in which to record our monday show that's true every meal on second monday is second breakfast yeah i didn't lie to uh, mislead anyone i lied to get at the truth um i played a game at indicade called potato man uh fuck seeks the truth Potato Man Seeks the Truth, T-R-O-O-F. Potato and Man it, Seeks the Truth, okay. Yeah. It was a fun enough game. It was, uh, it was by the guys that did uh, Dino Run and a lot of the Adult Swim games, like Mountain Maniac, the real, the real like, pixel art, uh, sort of frenetic, that kind of game. Mm-hmm. Those guys were nice. They were real energetic. We spent, we spent the last, like, week at IndieCade, is, is why... Uh, I'm real tired. And do you have any anecdotes you want to share that you're not saving for a video game? Um, not, not in particular. I mean, there's a bunch of, you know, I have a bunch of, like, impressions of games that I played and stuff. And we, we met a bunch of dudes. We, we met uh, the guy who made Starseed Pilgrim and a bunch of other games. And it turns out that he was, uh, he was a big KOL fan when he was in eighth grade, uh, which he referred to as grade eight because he has that adorable Canadian uh, idiomatic dialect so it was kind of a grade eight they say grade eight uh mm-hmm. or grade seven or grade i don't know do they say grade 10 i don't even know i don't even know what they mean if they say high school do they mean college if they say college do they mean clown college <laughs> if they say clown college do they mean barber school barber pole yeah barber pole barber pole would be a good name for a stripper <laughs> okay like she's at home there. Although Barbara is not a very good name for a stripper. Oh, come on. Take it off, Barb. <laughs> Beatrice. Uh, Beatrix gl- kiddo. Gladys. Gladys the stripper. Mm-hmm. That'll eventually swing back around. I think that there are some that just aren't going to. I feel like surely like Ernestine and Bernadette are not coming back. You don't think Bernadette? Yeah, I don't think so. Is Bernadette like the female f- form of Bernard? 
I think so. Bernad. (laughs) Carol Bernadette. Mm. Yeah, I think there there have got to be a couple that just couldn't possibly. I think some of those grand old names that are just kind of very clumsily feminized versions of male names. Mm -hmm. Ernestine being my primary example. I've never even heard of anyone named that. There was an Ernestine in our church growing up. Really? Mm-hmm. Was I mean, did, was it like her dad's name was Ernest and he wanted a son? No, I mean, it was just the way that you got girls' names back in the day was you just took a dude's name and, you know, well, it was going to be Harry, but since we got the lesser of the two species, or uh, gender species, it's got to be Harriet. Yeah. If we go back in that direction after all of the weird names that were created in the 70s, we're going to end up with, like, Kieferella. Sutherland. Oh, yeah. Um, Aiden Neen. Dweezilana. Cadenette. Yeah. Um, mm, Cadenettes are delicious. What have you been up to, Mr. Scullid? What have I been up to? What haven't I been up to? Almost everything. You haven't the been up to, to it. Yeah, I, I haven't sure. been up to much. Uh, we had uh, a Princess Poppycock staying at her house this past weekend. So uh, that was fun. Hung out with her. Uh, I wouldn't say that we did things, really. We went uh, went and picked some apples at does the Princess, Apple Orchard. Does Princess Poppycock, just to be funny, only like Cracker Jacks when it comes to the sweet and salty snack mixes? <laughs> I hope so. I hope that she's very snobbish about it. What's the Ooh. other thing that's like Cracker Jacks and Poppycock? There, the, I, yeah. I've only okay. ever paid attention to the Cracker Jack because they have the, the amazing toy surprises. Okay, there's Crunch and Munch, and there's Fiddle Faddle. I think Fiddle Faddle is what I was looking for. Ah, uh, yes. I think it, so somewhere there must be a rule that anytime you make a thing that's peanuts and popcorn, you have to give it a ridiculous name. Mm-hmm. It can't just be like, bowl of stuff for eating. Yeah, I mean, doodad, doodads is, although that doesn't have a sweet component. Doodads are more like snackens, Gardetto's snackens, featuring yeah. the Gardetto's rye cracker. Although I found that if you get the box of the or the bag of the thing that's just the rye crackers, you begin to understand that the rye cracker needs those lesser components around it. Yeah, it needs some noise to be the signal too. Yeah, it, it's like the the John Lennon of the snackins bag. Now, once you you know, like the solo work is decent, but you know <clears throat> it needs to be tempered with the uh, temperaments of the things around it. I think every time I think about John Lennon's solo work, I think of things that it turns out were actually Paul McCartney songs. Hmm. Was, did, so, uh, hmm. I forget which song I'm even thinking of. Imagine is pretty good. Yeah, that's a John Lennon song. That is? Okay, that was a solo song. Um, when I'm 64. I'm just <laughs> kidding. I know that's a Paul Simon song. You know that that's a Herman's Hermit song. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it, yesterday was yesterday was really exhausting. We got I got woken up at seven uh, because the servers were down, and we had gone to bed at like two thirty or three. So that was pretty fun. Uh, it wasn't I didn't drink very much. Uh, 
ran into my ex-wife. That was fucking great. <laughs> that was going to happen. You knew it was going to happen someday. You know, I had just about... I had just about gotten to the point where I thought that maybe it wouldn't because when the fuck am I ever going to go to Los Angeles on purpose? Uh-huh. But then it just happened without me really thinking about it. You know, it was like, oh, okay, avoid this city I hate. Done. Hmm. But, yeah. So, you know, that was, that, was like, that was like flying. Like, the thing itself didn't amount to anything. It was more the fear associated with it was the bad part. Uh-huh. Which is then a thing that just makes me feel bad about myself rather than, you know, feeling weird about the world or whatever. So did you just have, like, an, an awkward glance or conversation? No. No. Uh, I, I, yeah, I mean, I think that as, as she was leaving, she just sort of realized that we were there and didn't, uh, didn't say anything, which, you know, good. Good. I think so. That was terrible, though. I was suddenly just, like, I just... Yeah, I don't know, man. The insides just collapse in a heap. Just, uh, I don't know. I don't. I can't think of anything to compare it to, really. But it was a mess. It wasn't a mess. It was just unpleasant. Is it like when you are tipping over in a chair and there's that moment where you think you're gonna fall over and then you fall over? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but no, the party, the party was fun. We talked to a lot of, uh, that was just one of the, the sort of indicate wrap, wrap up party. Uh, we talked to a lot of video games, mans, and it was good. We met, we met some people. We, we met some fans. We, um, I got to hang out with, uh, Matt Rather from the Overthinking It podcast a bunch, and he is fucking delightful. Excellent. And had a, that was a great time. We had some drinks and we had some dinners and we had some breakfasts. Culver City is actually pretty nice. I had never been to a part of L.A. where I was like, hey, this is a good part of a town. We got to learn all the, we got to learn the, the, the one thing that everyone learns and then everyone tells everyone else and then everybody says, yeah, I already know that, bro, uh, which is the, the Culver Hotel, which was right across from where Indicade was, was where the Munchkins stayed during Wizard of Oz. Oh. I don't know if that's interesting enough to be the one thing that Culver City has going for it. Well, it has a lot of other things going for it, too. Just ask its mayor, who came and spoke briefly at Indicade, hmm. thanking everyone for showing up to Indicade and saying, go spend some money at our fine local restaurants. And you said, we will, good sir, we will. Mm-hmm. I, in fact, I said, we already have, sir. It is too hmm. late. Um, and then uh, the building that used to be, the building that was Flynn's Arcade in Tron is still there and is now just like a gross vegan restaurant. Huh. I meant to go take a picture in front of that, but I guess there's a lot of there's a lot of sound stages. There's a lot of lots, a lot of sand. The sand lot is what they call that. Mm-hmm. Angels in the outfield. The Green Mile, I think, is what outback? they call. Yeah, the outback is what they call the uh, the the big area where there's a guard out front stopping you. Uh, we also uh, before that we went and uh, uh, this guy that we met at KOLCon and found out that he worked at SpaceX. He was like, "Hey, do you guys want to go on a tour of a fucking spaceship factory?" And we were like, "Fuck yes, we want to go on a tour of a spaceship factory." So then we went on a tour of a spaceship factory, and that ruled. That does rule. Were they are they actually making multiple spaceships, or is this just the? Yeah, they they do one launch a month and. Uh, 
have one launch a month scheduled for like three or four years out. So they are A, B, M, S. A, always. B, B, M, making. S, spaceships. Awesome. That is, that is what Alec Baldwin said to them. Kerosene is for closers. <laughs> kerosene is for the engines. The rockets burn kerosene. That was a weird thing to learn. Because you'd think like rocket fuel or something. But he was like, no, rocket fuel is bogus. Jet fuel is for buttholes. Real rockets burn kerosene. That's interesting. I wouldn't have thought kerosene would have as much stored energy as in different kind of fuel. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess the reason that other fuels get used is because uh, you want less exhaust. Right. Cleaner exhaust. And it doesn't, like, because the exhaust is also part of the thrust on a rocket. Because it is, like, really the simplest engine, right? You're not, you don't need to, like, not gum up the turbines and stuff. Because there mm-hmm. aren't any. It's really just, it's a hole. Right. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. He kind of explained it to me, and I don't remember a lot of it. But, uh, but yeah, it was cool. They had, like, this 3D printer that was laser printing little things made out of titanium. Dude. Yeah. So, it was like, you could make all kinds of things that you just wouldn't be able to machine because they have weird shapes. Anyway, that was super cool to see. I mean, all we, were, all we saw was, like, a video of what was going on inside the, the sort of enclosure where that was happening but it's pretty cool and we ate at their restaurant which is called the lunch pad oh i think you just have to you know like we agree that that's a shitty joke but we just had to yeah um but yeah then we then yesterday i just spent driving uh from from san uh, san angeles to los francisco and that's where i am Excellent. Yeah, I was thinking of exciting things that I had done in the past week, and uh, really picking some apples is uh, right up there on the top of the list. It's yeah. That, kind of, that time of the year. Right. Spend some time I with f- your family. Yep, yep. I feel like um, nobody other than like me and my wife and maybe a couple of our friends understand the like going to the orchard and picking apples. Like it's Wait, just a thing. Like it's you're a, saying they it's don't a, understand it, or they just don't like it because that's different. And I, <laughs> they don't understand being, why you don't just go to the supermarket and get the apples. And it's because like the apples are kind of secondary to the experience of going and like getting out and like riding on a little hayride to where the apples are, and like lifting your boy up so he can pick an apple out of the tree, and hmm. taking him to the little petting zoo that's there, and having him pet a llama. You could lift him up to the produce rack at the store, and that's closer and probably cheaper. And there's no fucking llamas there sticking the place up. Oh, wait, you're saying the llama is good. Yeah, yeah, the the petting zoo. Petting zoos are good. I don't know that there would... Even the, the most conservative politician would say that a petting zoo is not a thing that you should have. Um... Huh. I don't know that I've ever I don't know that I've ever touched a llama. They're soft. Are they? They're very soft. Why don't we skin them and make coats out of them then? We shave them and make coats out of them. like llamas and alpacas have wool. Oh really? Like a sheep. Is it like is it really wool? Would you call it wool? They're like camel sheep. Or would you say llama? Because I mean you could get a camel hair jacket 
Or is that just Brain. a color? <laughs> That's just a color. Like, houndstooth is not made out of hound's teeth. It just looks Sadly. like them. Is camel hair... I felt hair, kind of ripped off. What, Nehru is the hide of a Nehru, though, right? Yeah, and ox blood is basically just somebody rubbing cow blood on your sneakers. Or okay. your Doc Martens. Okay. That My Doc like, Martens are ox blood. Seems like what you'd rub them on. Uh, what about a gabardine? Ooh. Well, that's actually the male name Gabbard, but they uh, they had a girl unexpectedly, so they named her Gabardine. Mm, okay. Just like the male name Mabel turned into Maybelline. Okay. No wonder she can't be true. Mm. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe she's born with that name. Is anybody born with a name? You don't get to name your kid until after it's born, right? I, I mean, people settle on names before the baby's born and then they well you can decide no I'm saying that, that when you like you thinking I'm gonna name this kid Farm uh, does not make it so that there is a kid named Farm right you have to commit that shit to paper which I don't think they let you do until after the kid is born oh I see so uh, it's not the kid's name until it's on the birth certificate yeah I think so because I mean what if the you know what if there's a miscarriage it's like, oh, yeah. fuck. Farm died. Farm bought himself. Nah. But, like, no, he didn't, because he never was farm. Right? Because you didn't, like, write it, like, like documentation, sure. or it didn't happen. <laughs> it's the first time you take a picture of the baby with his name. Okay, yeah. Then you've got a backup copy of his soul in your camera. Yeah, and when people say picture didn't happen, you say, lol. And that's why if uh, if kids are born and then don't ever get named, uh, like, because they're raised by wolves or whatever, and no, their names are not Au, that's just what wolves say about everything. Uh, that's why those kids are all fucked up, and they don't know how to do anything or really fit in with society, is because they don't really exist, because they don't have a name. Right. What about the kids who are just raised by women who run with wolves? Are there women who run with wolves? There's a book called The Women Who Run With Wolves. I guess men dance with wolves. What is Women Who Run With Wolves about? Uh, about women being all fierce and shit. Oh, yeah? I don't know. It's a it's a girl thing, so I didn't really pay much attention. Like a, like a, is it like a self-help book? Is it like a... Like a... Yeah, like a, a feminist self-help actualizing minstrelhood. Like a The Secret or a The Game? The Secret Games. You know, the, the game, that feminist self-help book. Um, <laughs> that self-help book about how you kidnapping Michael Douglas will help you get through your problems? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And how even the richest guy still wants a hamburger. True. I thought, I thought that was the big twist in that movie, where the silver platter was, uh, was, was unleashed, and it was just a hamburger and fries. And we're like, oh, I get it. He's relatable and down to earth. His cleaning lady likes him, so he can't be that bad. And some of his best friends are black. Sure. Actually, some of his best friends are orange, and orange is the new black. Hmm. Uh, have you ever gone orange picking? No. Yeah. I guess apple trees don't have thorns. I mean, among the the fall rituals include the, like, we go out to the apple pick an orchard and pick some apples and then a couple weeks later we go to a different pumpkin pick an orchard and pick some pumpkins I don't right think off the a, tree. I don't think pumpkins grow in an orchard. 
pumpkin vineland. Okay. A pumpkin vineyard. Yeah, we go to a... I mean, sure. Right? Uh, yeah, I guess technically. <laughs> but pumpkins grow on vines, just like grapes. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, let's go out to the... Let's go camping in the pine cone orchard. <laughs> I mean, that's technically true, I guess. It's a really big and devastating news that you hear through the pumpkin vine. <laughs> yeah. Dude, uh, did you hear that two <laughs> two airplanes crashed into the Twin Towers? Yeah. Yep. Um, I don't know what... So we, we, asked, we asked some friends of ours last night what Halloween was like in San Francisco, and they said, it's a town full of nerds and rich people and gay people. What the fuck do you think it's like? It's fucking crazy. I was like, right. I, and I really don't know. I was, I was musing about that with my mom, and my mom said, you know, maybe they all just like dress normal for the night. <laughs> mom joke. Awesome. Um, but it was good. Yeah, it was a good mom joke. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what to expect. I I want to carve a jack o' lantern, but there's no place to put one. You mean like no stoop? Yeah. Or, or front porch? Is there a window in there that you could put? Not one that faces anything really. Uh-huh. You know, there's the the windows. The windows in our we're we're on the away from the street side of the building, and so our windows just face sort of. You know, other other buildings and the distance. So, I mean, if I wanted to show the distance, my pumpkin, I could do that. I guess I could just put pumpkins on the roof. I could line the edges of the roof with jack-o'-lanterns. Would that be against the uh, homeowner's building rules? Yeah, probably. I'm not going to sign them, though. <laughs> I mean, if you can't put a an antenna up there to have your internauts. Hmm. You know, I could start small. I could do that foot in the door thing. It's like, okay, can I put a giant flaming jack o' lantern on the roof? No. Well, how about an internet antenna? Oh, well, okay, I guess. <laughs> you know, it's like that thing where you ask your mom if she'll buy you a fighter plane, and then when she says no, you're like, well, what about a Mercedes? And then when she says no, you're like, well, what about a Super Nintendo? And she's like, oh, okay, I guess a Super Nintendo is way cheaper than a fighter plane. So yes, son. And it always worked. It does. You just Except the, the one right. time they called my bluff, and then I had this fucking fighter plane that I can't, I couldn't do anything with. Yeah, it's like I can't I afford the fly fuel. It. I can't afford the fuel for this. Can't put kerosene in that shit. It'll gum up the turbines. It's true. Is it turbines, turbines. or turbines? Is there is there a difference in pronunciation between T U R B I N E in the sense of an of an, of an engine and T U R B A N in the sense of a you know an Arab? I have heard. It pronounced turbine and turbine, and that's fine. You know, I, d- I haven't bothered to check which one is right because uh, you know. So is the headwear head head sometimes called a turban or a turban? Mm-hmm. Turban or turbine. Turban would be a good uh, name for a mod in an online Tur- community. Turbine. Mm-hmm. Antonio Banderas. Ah. <laughs> uh. So, yeah. That was a pretty good joke. I'm glad that we decided to give people some silence in which to reflect on it. Maybe enjoy it a couple more times. I know, we end up with holes in the broadcast a little bit, and I feel it's just because after a line like that, you just have to have a little caesura in which to recollect, recompose yourself almost. What, is the word, what does the word caesura actually mean? 
A little pause. A little pause, but in what sense? Like, when, is it like a music term? Yeah, like a rest. Okay. Chilling out. Is it like a, is it of the same etymology as seizure? Probably not. Or Veruca Salts, the seether? Because it's spelled like C-A-E-S-U-R-A, so I think it's Caesura. We didn't, wasn't Caesar named after his epilepsy? Uh-huh. See, he didn't have a name until he was old enough that they already understood that he had epilepsy. Actually, didn't Caesar actually have epilepsy? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, the things you ask me. I don't know, man. I don't know, Wikipedia. Julius Caesar epilepsy. I, I know that in the movie, in the in the 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 show Rome, uh, it is at least insinuated. No, it is it, in that thing he has uh, epilepsy. Is that just because they want to make Julius Caesar jokes? Uh, no. Wow. There's a whole bunch of references to it in. The Wikipedia. Okay. Uh, based on remarks by Plutarch, Caesar is sometimes thought to have suffered from epilepsy. Modern scholarship is sharply divided on the subject. Some scholars believe he was plagued by malaria, particularly during the sullen proscriptions of the 80s. Uh, despite the commonly held belief that he suffered from epilepsy, specialists in headache medicine believe that... In headache medicine? Several specialists in headache medicine believe that a more acute or accurate diagnosis would be migraine headache. Hmm. Other scholars contend that his seizures were due to a parasitic infection in the brain by a tapeworm. Ugh. Tapeworms can be in your brain? Yeah, wow, I thought they were just in, like, a sorority girl's stomach. <laughs> it's not an eating disorder if it's not you. Right? Sure. So if you get somebody else to put their finger in your throat and make you puke, it's not bulimia. If you can get somebody else to throw up every time you eat? Yeah, if you can get somebody else to uh, not eat, <laughs> you're not anorexic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's one. That, you know, sure, sure. That's pretty good. I guess a responsible mother who you know wants to be uh, wants to be good inspiration for her daughter will just refuse to feed her daughter. Anorexia what? by proxy. Yeah. What Proxorexia? could go wrong? Munchausen's anorexia. Boy, how ironic would that be if your name started with Munch and you were anorexic? Yeah. More like Munch nothing. Am I right? It's weird that. Because that that's called Munchausen by proxy. Because every time I hear that, it makes me think of like Eric Idle wearing the giant chains on his legs because he can run really fast, and it just seems way more whimsical. Like somebody came along and made me think I had this series of awesome adventures when I really didn't. That's Munchausen by proxy. Mm-hmm. Or like Stockholm syndrome, where it's like, ah, oh, you have a lot of the attributes of a fine uh, a fine city. With many tourist right. attractions and a rich cultural heritage, it seems like your uh, your government is supporting your health care. You you may have Stockholm syndrome. Mm. So your um, personal government is paying for my health care. So, like every year, apples. I, I hate to be one of your friends that doesn't get it, <laughs> but yeah, the things that I do every year tend to baffle you. I've noticed this. Sure. I mean, I, I, I mean, I guess partly my approach is to always sort of try and seek out new experiences. because New life and new civilizations? Well, because I feel like I, I have a tendency to, you know, I will find a restaurant and then just always order the same thing. And then I start to feel like, well, I shouldn't be doing that, you know? Like, 
Well, no, like we are constantly going to different restaurants and seeking out different forms of entertainment. It's just that there are anchors on the calendar for things that we just kind of make a, a randomly big deal out of that aren't holidays. Okay. And I think that that's fun, you know, like we have the apple picking and then at the end of that week we have a party where people come over and drink cider and eat some apple pie and just hang out. Wait, do you make cider? Oh, uh, no, fuck no, we buy the cider. Hmm. What do you But uh what do you we, do we with put the some rum in there? Apples. With the apples? Yeah. We make uh apple pies and apple crisp and apple tart and Here's baked a apples. What is the difference between an apple pie and an apple crisp? An apple crisp is more, uh, it's like oats and brown sugar made into little crumbles and it's doesn't like a, it's have a like crust. A, like a cobbler, right? Yeah, except that instead of a crust, it's really just like the, the oats kind of stuck together with those kind of brown sugar mix. Okay. It's, Are the apples I don't know in, if a, it's, in a I don't sauce? know if it's any crisper than a pie is. Well, if you put it in the crisper... It will be. It would be great if every time you put something in there, it just got a little bit crisper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. The Stella was kind of crisp, but then I put it in the crisper. Now it's hella crisp. Mm, yeah. When I put uh, the black guy from Lethal Weapon in my refrigerator, he was crisp and glover. <laughs> um. Oh. Oh, I see where you were trying to take that. Oh, that's tragic. <laughs> yeah. No, it's no good at all. Uh, I mean... Who do you think would win in a fight between Crispin Glover and Danny Glover? Crispin. Danny is too old for that shit. Okay, but I mean... And Crispin Glover is crazy. Yeah, but I mean... He's all kinds of crazy. Yeah, but I mean, Mel Gibson is all kinds of crazy, and he didn't always win against against Danny Glover's character in The Lethal Weapons. You know, they needed each other. So are you saying Crispin Glover and Danny Glover need each other? Maybe. Maybe that would be an awesome cop an awesome buddy cop show with uh quentin crisp crispin glover uh and quentin tarantino mm-hmm. yeah and uh tarantino uh jones <laughs> yes <laughs> uh i think grace jones is uh was originally grace jones was originally named tarantino jones i would hope so what's the female form of quentin Quintina, I feel like. (laughs) Quintet. Um, Dr. Quinn. It was Quintina Quinn, right? That was her name. Quintina Q. Quinn, medicine woman. That was why she she became a doctor, is because she was really sick of her first name. So she wanted to just play... You know, do you think you could help your kid get a leg up by uh, naming him Doctor? I know there was a doctor in Prescott whose surname was Doctor, but I, I don't know if just... Well, we'll have to see, because what, Nicolas Cage named his kid Pilot Inspector? We'll have to see if he ends up being a pilot. Did he really name a kid Pilot Inspector? Yeah, and it's Inspector spelled with a K. <laughs> where the C would go. Hmm. Okay. I think it was Nicolas Cage. He also named one of his kids Kal-El. Yeah, that's kind of funny. And that's really what you want. You know, 
it, the important thing when naming a kid is how funny is this to me right now when this kid is right. zero years old. Oh, never mind. That was Jason Lee's kid as pilot inspector. Hmm. So we'll have to see if little pilot inspector becomes a pilot. I'm sure if he he uses secret Scientology connections if he wants to become one. I mean, if Hunter is a name, which I guess it is. Why can't if pilot it must. be a name? I discouraged my wife when when we were having our kid of any names that were that should be surnames. So, so do like, you feel that, uh, say, Daily Show correspondent John Oliver is in in breach of the proper use of your son's name? Yeah, I would think that Oliver is more commonly understood as a first name, mm-hmm. which I'm sure it wasn't always. But I'm I'm just starting at like present day. You know, like when she pick when she said like Jameson, it's like no, that is somebody's last name who is the Swedish son of James. Yeah, that is not a first name. And like you know, Hunter and Archer and Hitchcock and Bloomberg are all. <laughs> you could name your kid Jamin, and then half of the people you meet would think it was Jameson. Did, don't people constantly tell him, "Do you mean James?" To which he replies, "Oh yes, yeah, sorry, I got my name wrong." Yep, that happened at uh, that happened at the DMV at least. And he ended up with this entire second identity because of a typo in there, <laughs> but he didn't take advantage of it. Man, he could have gotten up to some shenanigans. James Venable could have been like a, a bank like, robber. Yeah, I feel like once you have once you have a driver's license with a fake name on it, Nine. like it's like, oh no, I lost my social security card. I guess I better get another one. Oh no, you don't have any record of me. That's weird. Must be a computer glitch. But I've got this ID. This is definitely me. And then that's the one you give to the cops when you get pulled over for driving drunk. Yeah. Then you just leave. You're like, I'm free, fuckers. I mean, some would argue that, never mind. Sure. Some would. But not us. Some would argue, but not me. We're best buds. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that happened since the last time we... It it seems... it's, It's one of those things where it's like... I guess all I did was be at IndieCade. We left Tuesday to go to LA like we left for we left Phoenix a week ago so that's weird it's weird that that thing was so long I'm still feeling like we should be talking about how Khan ended up so yeah what are you uh you got it well no but clearly the weeks are just kind of collapsing in on themselves but did we I mean did, did like I don't know that we have I don't know that we have talked a ton since we got all the feedback in that feedback thread. Is that anything worth having a having a little chitty chat about? I don't know if I mean it, it is it has some things to keep in mind if we have the opportunity to change things. I just don't know if we will. Like everybody kind of agreed that 12 West is too small of a place with too few bathrooms. But that doesn't necessarily mean there's another place out there. Yeah, what, huh. We're, we're, I didn't really remember anybody saying anything about the bathrooms. There was never anybody there when I went to it, but... I mean, there were lines during trivia, because that's when everybody goes to the bathroom at the same time. And when the the one bathroom was flooded, there, there was a pretty big backup. 
What like do you get people some, trying to use the other one? Was there like a like a weird interstitial trivia round that's like you get points by having multiple people pee at the same time? Well, in between rounds when they're scoring, that's when you go. But people are going to the bathroom to score. Yeah. Do you mean score drugs? No, have sex. Mm. Jeez. Okay. Don't be swoop Uh Yeah, I mean, so it seemed like that's a complaint well taken that it would be nice to have twice as much space. But whether or not we can, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the the issue, like, going, you know, people have said, why don't you go back to that other venue? And it's like, well, we left that one because it was way too expensive. Yeah. You know, and it, looking at it now, it's like, well, now that we've got the con item defraying, defraying the costs, you know, usually to a, to a reasonable extent, um, we could consider that old venue again, except that because that place that place was twice as much for one day as Twelve West Main is for two, right. right? So it's not just it's like all right, well, do we want to spend four times as much money on the venue to to do it the same way? And people, you know, and so then it came up like, oh, we could do Casino Night at Twelve West Main and then the regular thing at the other place. But it's like that to me seems like a bad idea. Right. I, I mean, feel like I don't know why, right? Because <laughs> other stuff, other official con events take place at uh, in other buildings, and people fucking figure it out. Um, that was an actual. That was a kind of a frustrating thing about Indicate. The stuff on the days before the like festival festival started were like all over the place. Uh-huh. And it was like there was not like really a place that you could park that would get you to all of them. So it was like every day was a sort of a process of like figuring out how to park near this thing and then figuring out where this thing is and then going to this thing. Well, it wouldn't be LA if you didn't have to drive everywhere. Yeah. Actually, there were a bunch of places within walking distance of the hotel. I got to kind of enjoy that. Hmm. I went and got a pastrami sandwich. It sounded weirdly like the pastrami sandwich was edited in afterwards. Yeah, it was. Like that you had originally had a sentence about how you ate, you know, like a hobo's penis. And then you know, mm-hmm. your lawyer said you should probably say a pastrami sandwich instead. Yeah. And then I said, well, luckily, that hobo's penis was nicknamed pastrami sandwich. <laughs> the name's pastrami. Well, not my name. My penis's name. Uh, yeah, the... Uh, I think the ideal situation, of course, would be to have the place next to 12 Main be a thing that is in business next year and is available for rental. Yeah. I mean, so the plan this year and the thing that we booked was to do trivia at Monsterland and the concert at Monsterland. And then that yeah. would have that would have addressed all of those space problems and also made Con $5,000 cheaper. Uh, but the problem is the Monsterland went out of business. Yeah. You know. And I mean, we knew it was going to happen. Like it, it when we, we well, we didn't know it was going to happen, but we knew it was a, we knew it was a possibility, right? Like when we when we talked to them about it, it was like, well, I don't actually feel like we just accomplished anything there other than like a kind of a coin flip of maybe that did something. Um So does the that other older venue have a stage? It doesn't, so we would okay. still have to we would still have to deal with that. So you know, it had I guess wait, it does. It does have a stage. 
Right, remember, because that's where the one-ups played. Yeah. I don't remember. So I felt like we didn't, we didn't bust a stage into there, did we? No, we didn't. Yeah. Um, because that, I mean, that cuts the cost of renting some, like renting 12 West and then the stage. Hmm. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would, I would expect there to be a bigger turnout next year. Hmm. Just because it's the 11th and I, I keep hearing you know anecdotal rumblings of people going you know I've never been to one of these but I'm coming to this one or I haven't been to one since five and I'm coming to this one hmm. so I think we might get a little momentum I would have a hard time planning for that based on that feeling I think just because the because attendance has been really really stable yeah for a long time um Oh sure, I mean, and I don't think based on my inkling we should do anything differently. Yeah, sure. But uh, we should. I mean, I, once we get our dates up, we can Facebook it and see what happens. You know, the trouble is we know. You know, we, the the way that we know how many people are going to be there is we open up pre-orders and we can only, we have to make all the arrangements before we open up pre-orders, right? Like because people aren't going to yeah. meaningfully buy tickets for it a year in advance, or six months in advance, or even three months in advance, right? Like that's just not how it works. Yeah. Nobody does anything like that. And why is that? Why do you not... Like, every time I decide to, like, attend some event that I have to pay for, I just fucking... I know that I want to go, but I put it off, and I put it off, and I put it off, and I put it off. And why? What is that just nonsense, self-destructive inclination? I don't know. I really love it when... I've bought tickets for something that's like six months away and then kind of forget about it and then remember like a couple of weeks like, oh shit, I have somewhere to go. That's awesome. What sucks is that when you forget and you've made some other, you know, you made some other plans. Yeah. Or you (laughs) realize the day after, dude, I had tickets to see Slayer yesterday. Mm Mm-hmm. Given that I I don't know anything really about Slayer, that's probably not that bad. My impression is that Slayer is a band for nerds. Hmm. And since I consider myself a nerd, I think well, I might it's like a band them. for metalheads. Mm. I think Slayer it's in a, particular it's a metal band for metal. Okay, I'm gonna Google. Is Slayer a band for nerds? Uh, Slayer, according to Wikipedia, is an American thrash metal band for nerds. That is not really what it says. Citation needed. Uh, second second uh, result is Slayer's Band, a, uh, a ring uh, from World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. Which nerds put into World of Warcraft. Yeah. Because they liked the band Slayer. So yeah, I think you've made your point. Uh, there's also the band N-E-R-D. Right. What is what bands would you consider nerd rock? Like Queen. Queen? Ween. Ween. Weezer. Weezer is nerd rock. Any band that starts with W, pretty much. Yeah, Fountains of Wayne. Exactly. Fountains of Ween. I mean, there are different kinds of nerd, right? There's like the King Crimson or you know, like the really technical prog rock 
with the obscure lyrics and then really dense guitar work and shit that's a certain kind of nerd is into so I guess if you're asking like if it's bands for just regular nerds not like music nerds okay uh, well it's weird because I, I didn't like them at all but the band Static X is a bunch of nerds well isn't like, Static X named after a Final Fantasy spell yep okay it is and it, and it is I got a. I just got an interesting spam uh, spam mail while I, I was. I saw an email come in and I was like, I am waiting for a bunch of Craigslist responses, trying to find a parking space near here to use. Because the, did I tell you that the company truck got broken into? Oh shit! No, it was, it was parked on the street uh, out here, which was fine for a while. But then somebody, yeah, somebody broke into it and they stole. Uh, they stole like four CDs. Um, but I got I got an email. Uh, that was uh, the the subject line is coolest k e w l e s t prank recorded and then embedded is a YouTube video which when you go to play it it just says this video is not available <laughs> like huh. well that was a pretty cool prank uh, that you just played on me Aiden Rosengarden <laughs> uh, and then it, I'm like fuck are they recording in this room right now is the NSA did the NSA just record the coolest prank. Probably. What do you think is the... That was probably sent by the NSA. What do you think is the cutest prank, Mr. Skullhead? I don't know, but I think uh, August is the cutest month. And autumn is the cutest season. Huh. I mean, I always think maybe like January is the cutest month. Right? It's a cool, cool summer. <laughs> Leaving you here on your own. Leaving you here in Sweden. Um, fuck I was just I, I just thought of something that I was actually going to ask you that wasn't just a stupid question but did you see that uh, video the telekinesis coffee shop video the Carrie viral marketing thing I haven't I'll have to check it out mm. I've seen it posted a couple of times but haven't looked at it is it cool is it the cutest prank ever <laughs> it's a pretty cute prank um, cute story. Yeah, it, uh, uh, you know, there's a girl and a guy spills coffee on her and she freaks out. <laughs> and that's it. He flies across the room and slides up the wall, and then all the tables dart across the floor. A bunch of books fly off the shelf. I really like that kind of thing. They're like making people think for a brief moment that the world is a stranger place than it is. Yeah. Like it's like a magic show, but you didn't know you were going to a magic show, so you don't have that guard up. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like there was the guy who had a kind of a a costume rigged up to look like a skeleton sitting in a car seat, and then he could hide underneath that and drive his car. So he like took the skeleton through the drive-through of several restaurants and freaked everybody out. And he ordered an ice cream cone and then grabbed it by the ice cream. <laughs> right. See, that's just making the world think you making you briefly think that the world is a dumber place. I, like planking, planking, and coning. Planking, planking. I don't. I mean, whatever. The the coning thing, though, I think is delightful. <laughs> 
And it's true that the you're not making the drive-through guy the victim in it. Oh, well, because because you're the one that who's getting your hands all messy, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I wasn't even thinking about that. I mean, I like I feel like if there was something that was as as goofy as that that did make the drive-through guy the victim, that that would still be pretty funny. But yeah, I mean, I guess you know, I guess it's still a safe space for fast food employees if you're coning. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. I mean, I just when I read about it. I laughed, and then every time I see a video of somebody doing it, I laugh. All right. And then there was one that one video where the girl got totally cock blocked. It's like the guy had had enough of people doing that, and he was just like, "I'm not, I'm not giving you this if you're gonna grab it by the fucking ice cream. You can grab it like a person, or you can leave." <laughs> it's pretty great. I think that is also funny. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Uh. Well, shall we get to the forum thread? You want to get thread? into the thread? Yeah. Is it the uh, Monday 14th radio thread? Uh, yes. Which I understand that that's not where we are. Monday but, uh, 14th. Did I say that? Oh, I did. No, maybe somebody else edited it. Did I edit it? Maybe I edited it when I... And maybe we had. you had thought that we weren't going to do a show. And so you're like, this is for next week. Mm-hmm. No, you know what? I bet Wack edited it because Wack is the one who made the uh, made the thread uh, and named it Monday Fourteenth Radio Thread for Rock October, which I don't understand that. Why can't it just be Rocktober Wack? Yeah, Wack. that seems like or like Cocktober. Mm-hmm. You know, just wait until you see what we've got in store for you during Cocktober. Or, it's gonna be a shocktober or flocktober in which we spray uh, fibers onto glue, <laughs> or you know we just all go somewhere at the same time and get it on locktober. Uh, schlock, schlocktober, where it's like I uh, like it. we all watch shitty movies while wearing dresses because it's also frocktober. Okay, uh, smocktober. Mm-hmm. Be careful, or I'm going to bust a cap in your ass during this Glocktober. Oh, yes. Glocktober is the best. I like Glocktoberfest, where you just get to drink beer and shoot things. 